Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome to this week's uh, podcast with myself, Dr. Louisa, as well as, of course, I have Prof. Dale Fisher with me. Hi, Prof. Dale. Hi, Louisa. Hi. Um, so first, I just want to start off by um, addressing something that uh, a bit of confusion that actually came out from the WHO, um, and that's uh, from Maria Van Kerkhoff, when she actually, uh, as part of explaining asymptomatic uh, infection or transmission, actually said that, you know, asymptomatic uh, inf infection was actually very rare. Um, however, that was um, actually um, kind of explain later on that, you know, she meant that probably we don't know how frequently uh, asymptomatic cases do occur and how much they transmit. Um, and I think that this has been a topic um, that everyone is kind of discussing at the moment, especially as, you know, countries are opening up and we're seeing, um, you know, blips in Beijing uh, and uh, other countries as well. And we're wondering how many of these actually could have come from these so-called uh, asymptomatic um, uh, transmission or people who have been asymptomatically infected. Um, hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, Maria is uh, Maria's a, a friend of mine. She's uh, she was in China with us. She's uh, very smart and and exceptionally hardworking. Uh, but but this this time I think um, I, I think she did uh, unfortunately create a little bit of confusion. Uh, we we do try and distinguish between symptomatic, which is very easy, asymptomatic or pre-symptomatic. Now, pre-symptomatic means you get your symptoms the next day, for instance. And, and it's very well documented that you can get pre-symptomatic. So, so people that did not have symptoms, uh, but they developed them a couple of days later, have been shown to transmit in that 48 hours before. But do asymptomatic people um, spread? The, those are people that never get symptoms because we know they exist because we go around swabbing asymptomatic people sometimes, especially if they're contacts of cases and we want to get them early. But obviously to most people, asymptomatic and pre-symptomatic is, is pretty arbitrary. And indeed, you can even throw in minimally symptomatic. Uh, I'm sure everyone... Everyone who's ever had a cold knows that maybe for that first day, you're just not quite sure if you're sick. You might have the slightest of runny noses or a little tickle in your throat or a bit of body ache. Um, so I think the important point is, is that people can look asymptomatic, whether they're asymptomatic, pre-symptomatic or minimally symptomatic, they all look the same. So, so the, the point is you can get it from people that aren't, coughing and, and, and having high fevers and sneezing and having breathing difficulties. You, you don't have to look like that to, to transmit disease. And that's the most important thing in practice. Um, why do we know this more about this now? Well, I, I, think, it's, I think it's confusing. Firstly, we've, we're removing all the positives, right? So if you do have symptoms, we tell people to go and see a doctor, have tests, uh, stay home, uh, whatever. So obviously, once you remove the positives, it becomes a little bit clearer that, uh, that asymptomatic must be, must be causing spread. Um, we've seen it in, uh, in Beijing just in the last couple of days, that having had no cases in the whole city for 50 days, yeah. now there's, uh, I think, 45 cases many of whom are asymptomatic and they uh, so therefore there's presumably this low level 
of, uh, of viral transmission happening. And, and this is what's going to make it very difficult to eradicate because even when they swabbed 10 million people in Wuhan, they had 300 asymptomatic positives. Mm -hmm. So are they asymptomatic? Um, I think um, I, I do worry about denial. People might have mild symptoms, uh, but, but they don't want to be put into quarantine. Uh, so maybe they just try and keep it quiet or, or maybe they're a bit embarrassed. Uh, they don't want to be the first person to start a new outbreak. So they just try and keep it to themselves perhaps. So, so it's a very murky area, uh, all this. Um, I hope that helps people understand a little bit more. Mm. And so I think why this is so, um, you know, so widely discussed at the moment is because, again, I mean, you know, going back to a familiar topic we've been discussing over the past couple of weeks is that, you know, we are lifting restrictions and lifting the circuit breaker. We mentioned that we think Singapore is actually doing it, you know, appropriately by opening up, opening up really gradually. Um, but, you know, with this degree of or with the possibility that asymptomatic uh, infections are always going to be there and some of these um, may cause transmissions, how can we really be be safe in this period? Well, the, the point is is that um, there is uh, th there are still low numbers, and and there's likely others that have been uh, unidentified. So so I think we just need to to bear that in mind that that most people are not immune. The vast vast majority of people aren't immune, and there's still mildly symptomatic or asymptomatic or pre-symptomatic people out there. So, so social distancing um, stays very important. And, and the reason we wear masks is, is in case we are one of those, those mildly or, or asymptomatic mm -hmm. people. Um, so I'm really pleased the way Singapore is doing this and opening up very slowly because it, it is, um, you, you do have to, as you reverse some of the restrictions, you do have to see if that's had any impact and if, if there are clusters appearing. Um, if you do it all too quickly, then, then you might find you have to start reversing things, reversing the reversal. Mm. Okay. All right. So I think for this week, um, we'll just have quite a, a short session. Thanks very much, Prof. Dale. Um, and we actually wanted to let you guys know that um, some of these questions, we'll still be looking out for your questions, uh, your feedback uh, on Facebook as well as Twitter, but we'll be moving this uh, session actually and inserting it into a webinar that Prof. Dale already does. And this is a webinar with uh, NUS. It's every Thursdays, Singapore time, 7 p.m. And if you go on Google and just search um, NUS COVID-19 updates from Singapore, you'll be able to find that link uh, and register for it. You get uh, reminders as well as, I uh, don't worry if you miss the actual session, you also get a link um, to listen to the session afterwards. Um, Prof Dale, would you like to say uh, anything else? Yeah, I, I might just uh, uh, yeah, acknowledge um, what, what you've done, uh, Louisa, as well as um, Seb in the background to uh, to make these uh, to make these um, uh, podcasts happen, uh, the webinars. It's basically just trying to cut down on on duplication. The webinars actually have five thousand people registered every every week. 
uh, and they go to 73 different countries. Uh, about two thirds, I think, of the of the people that uh, that watch uh, are medical. So, so many are, are non-medical. There are technical components, but there are also non-technical components. So, uh, the the feedback is incredible. Uh, we've done ten sessions so far. You might want to look back through through previous sessions on YouTube, but uh, we've now been extended to twenty four. It's a very uh, professional and uh, and uh, fast moving hour actually so so thanks and i know i know you watch them too louisa so um, yes that's great yes i do they're, they're definitely highly recommended and uh, we hope to see you on there all right so everyone have a good week bye bye thanks louisa bye thank you